Welcome back, guys. It's uh, Spiffy here again. Um, I'm still hanging out in Denny's basement at the retirement home. Um, it's been good. It's been a good time. Um, getting a little sick of Riffle, but other than that, it's been good. And um, yeah, I found an uh, I found an old radio down here, so I figure. Maybe for this week we can just, I don't know, maybe we can just listen to, listen to it. I don't know. We're listening to 103.4, The Cheeks. Smooth jazz and even smoother cheeks. As always, I'm your host, DJ Smooth Cheeks. We're going to be throwing it back to a simpler time, but first, if you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel and make sure the windows don't get too steamy. It's time for DJ Smooth Cheeks' Hour of Sex. Oh, yeah. As always, if you want to be featured on DJ Smooth Cheeks' Hour of Sex, call in at 1-800-304-SMOOTH. That's 1-800-304-SMOOTH. First up on the line, we've got a caller from Muncie, Indiana. Sir, you are on the line. Hi, hi, DJ Smooth Cheeks. Uh, first time caller, a long time listener. It's, uh, it, you know, it's really a pleasure to be to be on your show. Now let's hear your steamy story. Oh well, yeah, uh, DJ Smooth. Uh, can I call? Uh, can I call you DJ Smooth? I don't care. Well, yeah. Uh, anyone who knows me knows how much I love the ladies. Uh, I've been called a uh, uh, an addict. In that regard, <laughs> and um, you know, I actually I wanted to ask you some advice, uh, DJ Smoochings, because I've been out, you know, all night, uh, partying with the ladies. Yeah, lots of ladies. Uh huh. Yeah, I love the ladies. And uh, it, you know, recently, uh, it it's been starting to uh, in impact my personal life. Well, George from Muncie, can I call you George? Uh, my name's actually George. Gregory. How has this been impacting your personal life? Well, for starters, my wife isn't too pleased that I've been out all night with the, um, ladies. She's not a fan of you sharing the love. Well, um, not exactly. It's basically that, uh, uh, she wants me to save all my loving for her. And when I get home from, uh, you know, partying out all night, I have to drink at least, like, four grapefruit juices before I can, uh, you know, satisfy her. Running up the grapefruit juice bill, I see. I've been there myself. Yeah, and also, uh, it's not going over too well with my kids either. For, uh, for example, I, uh, I missed my son's, uh, law school graduation the other day because of a, uh, you know, uh, an incident that had, that had, uh, that had, uh, you know, uh, happened. You have kids. George, how old are you? Uh, I'm, I'm going on 57 in the fall. I, uh, I, I, uh... You do for a living, George. I own a, uh, automotive repair shop where, uh, you know, we repair cars and, uh, automotives. But, you know, really it's just a bunch of guys who, who love the, uh, who, uh, can't get enough of the, uh, ladies. And, uh, it's just a great time down there. You know, DJ Smooth Cheeks, you should, you should, you should really come by. I think, I think it'd be great for the guys to, uh, you know, to meet you. Invitation noted and declined. So, George, tell us more about these problems with your so-called ladies. Yeah, uh, well, basically what I was about to say was... That's all the time we have for George from Muncie, Indiana. Next on the line, a caller from Elkhart. Sir, you are on the line. 
Hi, DJ Smoothie. You know, I was pleasure talking to you. I've called in a few times before. You might know my voice. Basically, I want to call in and uh, let you know that uh, the guy who was calling in before me from uh, Muncie, Indiana, uh, he was lying about all uh, about everything he said. You know, it's a pretty strong accusation to level against him. Do you have any proof? Yeah, one time me and the wife and kids were taking a drive through the great state of Indiana, go Hoosiers, and we, you know, we uh, we had to stop in Muncie because the car broke down, and uh, we went to the uh, local automotive repair shop uh, run by none other than the last caller. And what did you see when you went to his automotive repair shop? Well, it was clear to me that uh, he had never uh, seen or heard of a, of a lady in his life. Uh, he doesn't have a wife or kids. Uh, there was a family of rats in the back that I think he referred to as such. Uh, but, you know, it was a strange place in there. And, uh, you know, it was clear to me that uh, he didn't know a lady from a muffler. And he didn't know much about a muffler either between the two of us. Well, those are some fighting words, and joining us again on the line is George from Muncie. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna kill you! What's that, George? Uh, yeah, this guy thinks that he can he, 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 he can talk a big game, yeah, but uh, I'm here to say that talk is cheap, you know, when it comes to the uh, ladies, yeah, I don't mess around, okay, and uh, you know, I, I'm gonna have to do some stuff that uh, I might regret at that to this caller if he, if he keeps uh, slandering me. You better shut your mouth, I, I'll come up, come up. Come up there to Muncie and show you what's what's for. If you hadn't messed up my car so damn bad, I'd come up and give oh, you yeah, a well, why, why don't you come do it? Yeah, why don't you come do it, big man? I've got uh, I've got I've got four tours with the the uh, the Army Rangers. Yeah, and uh, and Army Rangers. Army Rangers. New York Rangers. Quiet down. Quiet down. I said quiet down. You two. Now listen. If we can't have a civilized discussion here, there's no point even having DJ Smooth Cheeks Hour of Sex. So, here's the deal. First off, we're going to hear a plea from the man from Muncie, George himself. George, it's your time to speak. Well, basically, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm a certified, uh, playboy, yeah, and, um, I think that this other caller doesn't seem to know what's what, and, uh, furthermore, what's good, yeah, and, uh, you know, I think that, uh, uh, you know, if he took time to listen to the, um, ladies, yeah, and find out what, uh, you know, what, what their, uh, interests are, what kind of music they like, astrological sign, dental records, you know, then he could maybe have a lady, yeah, or two of his own. Thank you, George. Now, sir, from Elkhart, what is your response? So you're saying, you're saying that that's all you do? Do for the ladies is just, you listen to, you listen to the ladies? Yeah, and you also have to be, uh, like, smooth with it. Uh, dancing helps. Ballroom dancing. The tango. The salsa. The samba. The dancing moves in the moonlight. Sharing your dreams. Being vulnerable. Opening up. Honesty. Respect. 
respect, commitment. Welcome back to Q107 in the morning. I'm your host, Blongo the Dunce, and I hope that coffee is steamy this morning. (laughs) As you plan your commute, we are proud to bring you the coolest traffic reporter in the business, Steve Sanderson. Hi, Blongo. As always, it's lit speaking with you. Traffic today seems a little sus, as we have what appears to be a 14-car pileup on I-45. No cap, you might want to think about adjusting your travel plans, especially if you want to see the light of day tomorrow. On God, pieces of flying shrapnel are flying off the twisted wreckage, and it seems as if the rapture may be upon us. This incident is straight fire, as in a gas fire spreading rapidly from the site and devouring everything in its path. It's lit. Children cry out for their mothers, and mothers weep for their children. Deadass, I haven't seen a scene this gruesome since my unit was ambushed in the forests of Ganzhou. Unfortunately, the drippiest thing about this scene is not my fresh Tims. Instead, it's the chemical fluid dripping out of a T-boned 18-wheeler mixing into the air and causing what will undoubtedly be a lifetime of agony for the few survivors of this terrible wreck. That's the traffic. Period. Back to you in the studio, Blongo. Thank you, Steve. You know, with the holidays around the corner, it can be hard to keep track of everything you need. Uh, but luckily for you, uh, one thing that you can keep track of is our holiday giveaway. We're going to give you the chance to pet an actual reindeer. You can come down to our studio. If you call in, the number is 104-287-8334. If you call in right now, the 14th caller is going to get the chance to come down to our studio and pet a real-life reindeer right in time for the holidays. As a special treat, we actually have uh, our resident reindeer on the line and he's going to uh going to spread some holiday cheer and tell you why you should be making those phones ring how y'all doing up there in the studio from down here in the little reindeer pen it's cold and dark (laughs) well my name's sylvester i thought i'd introduce myself i'm the reindeer that that y'all could pet if you if you're the 14th caller, please get those phone lines ringing. It's been so long since I've felt the warm touch of a human person on my loose reindeer skin. I, I, it would really mean the world to me for, with the holidays coming up and all. It's, it's hard out here to be a reindeer, but, but uh, I do my best and and I'm excited to meet you and hopefully uh, change your life and you can maybe change mine. Well, Sylvester, bad news for you. The phones are dead. It looks like this holiday season for you, it's going to be jingle jingle all the way to the glue factory. (laughs) Coming up on Q107, we have four hours of commercial-free jingle bells to get you in the mood for the holiday season. Buckle up. It's going to be a good one. You're listening to Q107, Blongo the Dunce, in the morning. Good afternoon and welcome to Thinking About Things from WPPT Public Radio. I'm Sheila Schnanielson, your host. Before we begin today, I'd like to share some breaking news. Apparently, a reindeer at the Q107 radio headquarters got loose, and um, there are no casualties yet to report except for Blongo the Dunce, who was torn to shreds.
Blanco will be missed, and he is survived by his older brother, Donnie. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. With a trend of veganism sweeping the nation, you might think that a gopher emporium would be the last place open for business. Yet, Musky Phillip has found an unprecedented amount of success, as supply chain issues have turned many Americans to alternative sources for meat and sustenance. Musky Phillip joins us in the studio now. Musky, how are you doing? Doing well, Sheila, and thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Now, Musky Phillip, what can you tell us about how these supply chain issues have affected your business and its growth in this quarter? Well, Sheila, my my auntie always used to say, uh, if you don't have a quarter, you can't have a nickel, and that's how it's going going down uh, down with us at the Gopher Emporium. We've got people pouring in, flocking in from the city, city slickers coming down, trying our gopher, uh, petting the gophers, and uh, eating them too. It's been great. And um, tell us about some strategies that um, you've employed at the Gopher Emporium to um, drive or help with this um, flock of new customers. Well, baby girl, can I call you baby girl? No, you may not. Well, Sheila, as I said, it's been uh, new customers coming in every day. So uh, one strategy that we have tried to employ um, is putting out little bowls of uh, mints, um, spearmints to be exact. Um, we find that uh, if you unwrap the mints before you put them in the bowls, um, everyone's putting their hands in those bowls, uh, mingling you know, on a molecular, bi- molecular biological level. And, and that sort of uh, promotes, you know, the togetherness of of species that we're really trying to achieve down at the Gopher Emporium. You know, not only uh, not only between humans and gophers, but between uh, other humans. It seems that um, you have some strong values down at the Gopher Emporium. Uh, tell us more about that. Well, Sheila, it seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV, and we're really striving to get back to those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. Is that from the Family Guy theme song? What kind of guy are you talking about now, Sheila? The Family Guy television program. We don't really, we don't really get TV down at the Gopher Emporium. Uh, in fact, the only kind of media we consume is uh, shadow puppetry. We believe that that um, sort of forges and uh, it, uh, it, it's very fun to watch. We got one shadow play uh, follows the Griffin family from Quahog, Rhode Island. You got Peter, Stewie, Meg, Chris, Lois, and a talking dog named Brian. So, so we watched that show and we learned a little bit about ourselves through those characters. That, that's my favorite part about it. Now, I'm reading here that you're a veteran. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am, Sheila, that is correct. And which war did you serve in? I served in, uh, I did two tours during the Gopher Uprising of uh, 97. Hmm, and um, in which branch did you serve? Well, I mostly hid behind the second branch of the big oak tree. Um, my sister was on the top branch, and uh, the gophers were swarming around down down at our at the the base of the stump, whatever you call it. And I started shaking the tree. My sister fell, and uh, the gophers um, ate her up, and that satiated their hunger for a couple more years before the next uprising. So, would you say, Musky Philip, that safety is of a big concern to you down at the Gopher Emporium? Yes, Sheila, we take safety very seriously. We got lifeguards on duty uh, at all times down there to, you know, keep, you know, we got them out. They're on duty. And so, is, is there a swimming component of the Emporium? There, there's no swimming, but uh, but if you've ever seen the show Baywatch, um, the lifeguards run in slow motion, and uh, we were trying to get something like that going down there. I thought that um, you didn't have TV at the Gopher Emporium. Sheila, that is um, what we call a gotcha question, uh, and I simply won't have it. Um, 
you know, we, we, you've been in communication with our lawyers, um, about this interview and, um, we were assured that you would not ask us any questions about Baywatch or Baywatch related plans that we may have. This is the, uh, this is the first time hearing of, of, uh, Baywatch plans. Actually, you were the one who, um, brought up Baywatch. Sheila, I will not be fooled by your, uh, your mind tricks, um, uh, I that you will not get me to say anything about Baywatch or plans to create a life-size uh, recreation of Baywatch um, in which Dwayne the Rock Johnson um, fights a mummy. Um, so I guess it's really more of a recreation of the mummy. But you won't get me to say anything more about it, and that's the... Oh, well, all right then. Um, another question I have about the um, supply chain. You see it, what I did there, Sheila? See what I did there? I acted all mad, and then I, I secretly I made it an advertisement for the the Baywatch show we're doing. We got a gopher that looks just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We've been feeding him. He's huge. He's the size of you and me. Uh, <laughs> you see, how I slipped it in. Yes. Well, if we could get back to um, the uh, economic impact of um, these trends, Sheila. If I I got one more thing to say before I go, and then uh, and then I gotta pick up a prescription. It's scheduled, so uh, I'm gonna have to leave here soon. Oh, I hope um I hope everything's all right. Yeah, I got fungus. But uh, anyway, um, what I want to say is that um, Crunker Bill um, he continues to try to plagiarize our our business, you know, and uh, we have implemented a number of strategies to stop him. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about those strategies? Um, well, one of the biggest ones was uh, our exit's 27, his is 28. Uh, we painted over his uh, the sign, the street sign. This is genius. We painted over the sign. We made it say 30. So people go past and they think, if it was 29, it would have been too obvious, Sheila. You see what I'm saying? Um, we made it 30. So people just drive right past. No one goes there. They can't find the exit. Uh, and the other strategy is, that's been arguably more effective has been arson. Uh, I'm sorry, did you just um, admit to a felony on well, live that, radio? Yeah, well, that's just that's just between that's just between me and you. All right. Um, well, thank you, Musky Philip, for speaking with us today. Um, when we come back, I was joking, <laughs> just a joke, Sheila. All that stuff about you know changing signs and arson and putting anti-squirrel cannons outside their property <laughs> just a joke sheila all right well when we come back we'll speak with sheila i think they bought it i think they bought it hard sheila i think they bought my lie we'll be speaking with sheila 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 we're gonna be speaking to sheila if this goes to court i'm gonna need you to testify on my behalf our next guest is going to be Sheila, my lawyer, is not that smart. He's very, he's not smart at all. He's a bit of an idiot, Sheila. I'm going to need some help with this one, just if it goes to court. But I think they bought it, so I think we should be fine. But if they didn't, I'm going to need you to testify. Down with jazz flautist Mark Lambertson. Sheila, they bought it, first of all, I think, so this shouldn't really even be an issue. But my lawyer is just a bunch of gophers in a suit that is the size of a human. And to the naked eye would fool it, but it's really just a bunch of gophers.
because he never even passed the bar, Sheila. He cheated on it and he still didn't pass. So I'm going to need you to testify if this goes to court, but I think we should be fine because I think they bought it. But I think if it goes, but yeah. Welcome to Extraterrestrial Radio. I'm your host, as always, Snide Clive the Minuteman. <laughs> I am really happy to report to you guys that I, this past weekend, as you guys know, I went down to the San Fernando Alien Con, and while I was there at the San Fernando Alien Con, I was able to uh, take in um, the most... Um, like, prominent advances in alien technology, both in, like, that, that actual aliens are developing and that um, that uh, we are developing to com- commune with aliens. And that was all on display at the San Fernando Alien Con. So, uh, first, I think we I, I'm just going to talk about my experience at the convention. Um, and then uh, I actually have a really exciting recording to share with you guys that I recorded at the convention where I got to talk to an actual extraterrestrial. So, I think you guys are in for a real treat here. Um, but first of all, for my experience, um, the first day at the San Fernando Alien Con was rough. Um, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I would like to say that the whole weekend was sugars and plums, getting to meet aliens, um, experience the sights and sounds of the San Fernando Alien Con. But, um, unfortunately, that's not how it went to start. Um, I was locked in my hotel room um, because um, there were there was a middle school field trip. Um, that happened to be there in the hotel at the same time. Now, why anyone would um, bring up these middle schoolers on a field trip is beyond me. Uh, they must have been from some kind of juvenile detention uh, facility because they they wouldn't let me leave my room. They crowded around my room, and um, they just simply wouldn't let me leave it. And uh, these kids must be getting stronger. This is why, I mean, I've been saying for years that I think that um, school lunches have been contaminated by alien supplements. Um, and I, I think that there's no clearer... Um, um, evidence for that than the strength of uh, two 12-year-olds as they um, dig their heels into the um, hallway carpeting of the San Fernando Holiday Inn and um, refuse to let me leave my hotel room. Um, I mean, really, the state of degeneracy in this country uh, has become I mean, well, I mean, I don't, I don't like to get too political um, unless it has to do with, you know, the widespread uh, cover up and um, objectification of aliens um, throughout, you know, mainstream media. But but whatever. So I was screaming, calling reception, trying to get these kids, I don't know, taken to jail. I didn't want to call the police because of, you know, my warrants. But um, I I was calling reception. Eventually, the the boy's mother uh, came um, I guess she was the chaperone of the field trip or something, um, and I started yeah, screaming. I, I was a little upset because I had a splash zone ticket to the uh, live alien dissection at the San Fernando Alien Con, and I, I couldn't go because of these little runts. So um, I was uh, upset, uh, reasonably so. Um, I yelled to their mother to, you know, um, discipline them. Um, I, you know, and, you know... Um, the words um, put them through a spanking machine might have been used, um, but I was flustered. And um, so you can imagine my horror and my shock when she starts laughing at me and saying that I'm like Scooby-Doo without the swag. First of all, um, 
Alright, you didn't even give me a chance to turn my swag on, okay? So, let me turn my swag on first before you're going to say something about how I'm like Scooby-Doo without the swag, okay? Eventually, I was able to, um, to open a window on the other side of the room and make my way to the San Fernando Alien Con. And um, while I was there, I mean, the innovations were that I saw were incredible. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to my... Um, my splash zone seats for the alien dissection which is unfortunate because i hear that um it was really something but um i think that the best way i can just i can sum up my weekend for you guys is just to play um the recording from when i used um a device that i built to actually communicate with an alien at the san fernando alien con Hi, and welcome to a, a moment that I'm very excited for you all, a conversation with a real alien. Uh, I built this device, and I'm excited to communicate with him. Um, hi, how are you doing? Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, it's uh, nice to be here. Um, you know, it's just me, a little old alien, uh, excited to be here at the uh, San Fernando Alien Con. And where are you from? What, uh, what, what exact planet um, are you from? Um, well, you know, I'm from Muncie. Um, no, you got you gotta say, like, a planet or something. Okay, uh, well, planet Muncie? No, no, you gotta say something, something like, you gotta say, like, Xenon 4 or something. Listen, man, where are the, um, ladies? Yeah, you promised me that if I did your stupid little alien radio thing, you would introduce me to some, um, of the ladies here at the San Fernando Alien Con? Yeah, but I, I, I haven't seen any yet, dude. Oh, oh, oh all right. Uh, well, th thank you for uh, speaking uh, with with me, Mr. Uh, Mr. Alien, sir. And uh, and it's been a, a, a pleasure uh, uh, meeting with you. Uh, goodbye. Well, there you have it, folks. A, the first known conversation with a real alien in radio history. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this, guys. This is an AM radio milestone and it all happened at the san fernando alien con so a big thanks to everyone uh who has helped me along on this journey and uh i'm just incredibly proud um all right guys i uh i hope you enjoyed that um yeah that was that was fun some of those some of those radio hosts voices sounded sheila schnanielson's voice sounded Pretty similar to mine, I thought. I don't know, maybe there's some secret genealogy going on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that does it. So, thank you guys. Um, see you next time.